Welcome to Nebraska Prep Zone Report, a podcast from the World Herald. We are sponsored today by MD West One, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, nerve surgery, and spine care, covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. I'm your host, Jake Anderson. Joining me as always is Mike Sauter, and we are happy, pleased to be joined today by Donovan Williams, a new commit to Oklahoma State. How are you doing today, Donovan? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to talk about that recent commitment, kind of the recruiting process, kind of the odd, everything that's going on this spring. Um, but first off, came came down to the wire, it sounded like, between Oklahoma State, K-State, a few other schools. How did you uh, land on Oklahoma State? Um, you know, it really came down to the relationship I have with the head coach. You know, I, really didn't, I really don't think it would feel right if I was playing for anybody else at the next level. Um, he's a great guy. He's a player's coach. He's very young. So he's, I mean, he hasn't been in the business that long, but that means that he was playing not too long ago. He played Oklahoma not too long ago. So, you know, he knows what it takes to have a good college career and sustain, you know, your health or whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, just everything he told me in person over the phone was just awesome to hear in terms of, you know, what the expectations are for my class coming in. And, um, obviously playing alongside the number one part of the country, you know, you can't really pass on that opportunity. Um, that's not that's not an opportunity that anybody else in the country gets but one person. So, um, but a couple of people. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to you know get that opportunity to play with Cade and um, a couple other good commits, and hopefully, you know, win a lot of games. When is your uh, what's your timeline for getting to Stillwater? You know, I mean, um, I'm sure obviously with the coronavirus stuff that changes things, maybe. But uh, is there yeah. is there a plan? Um. Probably like mid July, end of July, but I'm already starting workouts already. Uh, mm-hmm. Like uh, summer workouts from them. Yeah. Um, what are What are your goals for year one? Uh, you know, just making a you know making an immediate impact on both ends of the court. Um, I really want to start you know getting my health a lot better, you know, so I can play um, the whole season, which I haven't done, which I didn't do this last year, so I can play the whole season you know, knock down shots and be consistent from the three-point line. Because, you know, you play with a point guard like that, you have to be able to knock down shots. He's, he's a facilitator. He's a creator. He gets his teammates better. So, um, definitely being able to knock down shots. And, uh, you know, just coming in, you know, do whatever I can, play my role, and, you know, do whatever I can to, uh, you know, help us win games, hopefully make it to the tournament. You you brought up health. So, how are do you feel like you're 100% or how close are you to 100% um, at this um, point? Probably about 90, you know, in terms of, you know, overall game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, jumping off my one leg, I haven't had that back since the day I got hurt. I'm jumping pretty high off two feet now, but um, still my quickness, my lateral movements, probably about 90%. I think that the new medical program that I'm about to, be, I'm about to start following from Oklahoma State is going to get me there much quicker. You, you uh, so with yesterday when you committed, um, that was the – the day you tore your ACL, right, or a year ago? Yeah, a year. I had no. Honestly, I had no idea until the day before. My mom told me that. I was like, "Oh, that's cra- like, that's crazy." I didn't know that. That's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty, you no, know, pretty neat coincidence, I guess, right? Crazy. Yeah. So, as someone that committed to Nebraska, decommitted from Nebraska, committed to Oklahoma State, what's the best and worst part of the recruiting process? Um, you know, um. You know, probably just letting people down um, in terms of like, you know, there was, there was obviously there was a lot of people that, you know, were probably upset about me leaving. 
but there's also people that were happy that I was leaving Nebraska. So for the people that were upset that I couldn't get to watch me play now, they watch me on TV at new school. I kind of felt bad for them because you know it was at the end of the day, had to do his best for me. You know, it was up to me if I wanted to leave or not. It's not like I was kicked out of any at any program, but um, you know, just seeing people that were upset about you know not being able to see me play, especially at Kansas State, because I actually verbally committed there on Thursday, um, and then I decided to change it. So um, you know, a lot of people there wanted to see me play as well. So you know, probably just. Telling people that I'm not going to what school they'd like me to go to is probably hard, and not taking any visits was also really hard. What's um the K State angle? You you brought it up and mentioned it. How hard was that conversation after you know they, you know, it was a couple of days they they thought they had you and um and then changed that. How hard was that phone call? Oh, it was very hard. You know, I, I I'm very, I'm a very direct guy, so I you know I went directly to the head coach. I didn't call any assistants. I didn't call any players. I just called Coach Bruce Weber, and I told him, I was like, you know, I don't want to make this any longer than it needs to be. Um, I want to be as honest and as truthful as I can. But, I, you know, I think the decision I made was off of impulse. You know, I didn't tell my parents what I was doing. I didn't tell my mentors, my AU coaches. I just went with it. You know, I felt good that day, and I went with it. And I think, I mean, that's where I messed up with Nebraska two years ago. You know, I kind of just felt good. I felt like I was, you know, the man in the room, and then I made a decision that was obviously the wrong one. And I wanted, you know, I wanted to explain that to him and tell him that, you know, I think that is best for me not to go there. And it was very tough. You know, he had a lot of questions for me, you know, why and stuff like that. What made me flip in the day? But, you know, at the end of the day, they've been in this business long enough. I've been in it for a year or two now. I see my brother go through it. They're going to be all right. You know, there's no hard feelings. There's no bad blood between me and any of these universities. Because the same way that's, that schools will flip up on kids is the same way kids will flip on them. So at the end of the day, you know, I'm not going to mark Kansas State game on my calendar or any, or Kansas, or, you know, schools like that, because it, it, it is, it's a business, you know what I'm saying? I've grown, I'm, I'm 19 now, I know, I know the game, and that, and that, it's just caused by You, um, just real quick, and really, I, like, I guess I've always been uh, curious of this, and, and maybe this is the last Nebraska question, but do you think if Coach Miles was still the coach at Nebraska today, that you would be at, would you be headed to Nebraska? Hands down, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, the relationship that me and him had was, uh, you know, it was, it was on a different level. It was, it was almost like what me and the Oklahoma State coach have. And that's the main reason I left Nebraska was because the relationship wasn't there. It was like, you know, we weren't seeing eye to eye. Um, the relationship, it, it just never had an opportunity to build. I mean, there was an opportunity, but, you know, this one side of it didn't want to, you know, build it as fast as, as I did. So um, definitely, you know, if he was there, you know, I, I would definitely be, I would definitely still be there. No question. So you said you weren't able to do any visits, um, which complicated the process. Did they do any virtual tours or anything for you? Um, I took one at Texas, a uh, virtual tour, but there was no need to take one anywhere else because um, the three schools I had offers from, which were Kansas State, Texas, and Oklahoma State, I took visits to, to two of those, and then I took a virtual to Texas. So uh, there was really no need to take anywhere anywhere else. Would you um, – your trip to Oklahoma State, I've um, – I personally, I grew up in Oklahoma, been to Stillwater multiple times, been to Gallagher-Iba to watch games and stuff. What would you, you kind of like the most, I guess, about um, that visit that you took down there and uh, maybe the arena? It's kind of – it can be sort of quaint. Uh, well, they just expanded it to make it taller but, and add more seats. But would you – I guess what would you like the most about that visit? 
Um, you know, just the the love I was the love I got there. Um, even a lot on the unofficial, you know, I was getting a lot of love from the fans. You know, it just seems like it's a very seems like it's not too too big, you know what I'm saying? Like Austin. You know, if I go to Austin, you know, I gotta watch my back because there's a lot of distractions. You know, you got a lot of a lot of things you can name that are distractions that can get in the way of me being successful in Austin. I mean, it's anywhere, any college, but now now it's a lot smaller. You know, I feel like you know, me being around Kate, who's already been living the professional life for, since he was in high school, being around him, probably roommates, you know, just getting that mindset where I'm just locked in, you know, I'm focused because I really, I really haven't been locked in completely ever. So um, I think that uh, being in Stillwater is, you know, got, got a lot of fan support, a lot of love down there. And, um, you know, it's a good conference. So obviously we'll have big games. We play each team twice, one away, one home. And um, I think it's just going to be an awesome experience. You are, uh, I mean, Eskimo Joe's is the is the the famous spot in Stillwater. How many people have hit you up about that? Yeah, I've had like ten people hit me up about that, but I also like Whataburger. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they got that plenty of other places, but yeah, yeah I mean, I'm I'm just excited to get down there and get the you know the college experience. You know, obviously it's not as close as Kansas State, which was only like an hour and fifty minutes. But you know, I think it's time for me to you know grow up a little bit and um you know take that next step. I don't got people around me telling me what I can and can't do every day and knowing what is wrong and right every day. So um, you know, I just think it's a great, great opportunity for me. You, you brought up Cade uh, Cunningham, the, the overall um, number one player in the country. How, how did that relationship, obviously you, you mentioned uh, here and before, you know that you guys have a, a pretty good relationship. How, how much did him going to Oklahoma State factor into your decision um, I think it factored a lot, but I guess I'll let you mm-hmm. say it. Um, you know, it, it factored a lot. You know, in terms of you know just the opportunity that's there. Um, you know, he's a he's a he's an awesome kid. You know, we talk all the time. We got our Facetime last night. Um, you know, he's ready. You know, he's locked in. He's just he's probably one of the most locked in kids I've ever seen. And really, he has no choice but to be locked in because it's just the position he's in. He has no choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never been or I've never been around any player like that. I've played around. I play with five stars, whatever the case is. I've never been around a kid that's that dialed in on what he wants to do and what he wants to get out of, um, you know, his basketball abilities. And, um, you know, just being around him, learning him, kind of dissecting him as a player. What he, How does he eat? How does he sleep? How does he work out? How does he, you know, maintain his body? How does he recover? Everything like that, man, I think is the opportunity for me to build myself as a player on and off the court um, and, and hopefully get to the league. We might have two different paths. He might go in a year. I might go in four, or he might go in two, or I'm, you never know what the case is. I feel like we both have the same mindset where we, we want to go and we want to win games. And I think it's going to be great and really tough to beat us. So you're you're excited for the next level, but you obviously had a great high school career. Let's put a bow on that real quick. I mean, this just this year you had a 50-point game, led the state in scoring. Who was, who was your favorite player or team to face? Um... Favorite player to face probably was Them Kong, just because you know he he just keeps coming. Like yeah. there ain't no there ain't no you know toning him down. You know he's he's gonna be on he's gonna be on ten the whole game. You know he's he's competitor, but off the court like we hang out all the time. Off the court it's like you know what's up, bro. Like you know we talking basketball, we talking hoops, like stuff like that. But on the court he's just a fierce competitor, fierce competitor. But um also I love playing at Norfolk. Um, it's a lot. I get a lot of fan support, a lot of love down there in that, in that small town, and um, you know, of course, Carney. 
awesome place to play. You know, the atmosphere in there is probably the toughest atmosphere I've ever played in. But um, some great players, some great players I played against this year. Was it, what in your high school career? What's the maybe most memorable game? Hmm. Probably the state tournament. Probably, probably state tournament um, against Omaha South. Just because you know the the like, just because the you know the fans. It was, I mean, it was ten thousand people there. It was. I mean, yeah, we beat prep. That was a good game, but you know, we expected to be prep. You know, we we knew coming into Omaha South doesn't be a dog fight. You know, we were pretty set on. We were pretty. We were, we were pretty much set in stone that if we beat if we beat Carney, we're gonna we're gonna play prep. We're gonna be prep for sure. So we were mostly focused on Omaha South. So. That game was just, man, it was the atmosphere, the fan support, the student section we had. It was just unbelievable. Um, it was crazy. And obviously, the 50-point game, which I didn't even know I had 50, but it was just it just, it just, was just coming. And um, playing against Chucky was also fun, but it was it was just great, man. It was, it was a lot of great experiences, but those were definitely That top. game was nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Donovan, I want to thank you again for joining us. Good luck at Oklahoma State. Uh, Until next time, thanks for listening. Yes, sir, man. Take care. Appreciate it. As the official team doctors for high school and college teams across greater Omaha, MD West One Sports Med doctors can get you back into the game stronger than ever. Meet the Sports Med team at mdwestone.com or call 402-390-4111.